With us today, we have Natalie Cannon-Woods, who worked for around 20 years at various TV and news companies such as Fox, NBC News, ABC, Arabian Radio Networks, and even freelance recordings at a Russian television station. She has worked various incredible jobs around the world within news recording and producing and is now here to talk to us today. Thank you for being here, Natalie. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, so I wanted to know what got you into the industry. Like, what was it that made you see broadcasting and journalism? You were like, I want to do that. Well, when I was about your age in high school, I really enjoyed writing. And I figured, you know, as you're thinking about your career when you're really young and you're not real sure what to do, I really like to write and I like to tell stories. And that's part of journalism. And so that's where I kind of gravitated toward a major in journalism when I was in undergrad. And right. then as I got more into it, I realized, yeah, this is something that I really enjoy doing. It was super fun and you can be creative. You can tell people stories. I, I just really was drawn to it. Post-education, what was like the best part of being a journalist and in news? Like, did you have one moment that was your favorite out of everything you've done? I I have some memorable moments in terms of covering, you know, daily news. But I would say the highlight of just overall being a news reporter and a journalist is that every day is completely different. Every day is just um, a new adventure. Did you ever have like one big adventure, like sort of one news thing that was like something that was super big that a lot of people heard about that you got to cover like a big event? You know, local news wise, I worked in the Kansas City market for a number of years and there were a lot of big local stories, most of them centered around crime. And, you know, I have some pretty harrowing stories and memories of crime scenes and things like that. Um, and then also big, big, big events that happened around the country, like when the Oklahoma City bombing occurred. Um, that was quite a while ago. But, you know, covering that and um, the the death of Princess Diana. Um, I, I was the producer for a newscast when we um, broadcast her funeral. And so it was, you know, pretty touching and, and difficult to cover that. Every day is just something interesting and exciting. And you just get to be part of history almost and, and everyday events. Yeah, it sounds like it's a lot of fun. If I were to want to do like a career like this, what would I do to like get started education wise or like to get a foot in the industry? Because I know a lot of time like industries like these are really difficult to get into. Well, I would say that, you know, nowadays it's not as cut and dry as it used to be. It used to be that you need to go to a journalism school, you need to get a degree in broadcast journalism, and then you need to start at a small, in a small market, which, you know, small towns that have local TV or radio stations, work your way from the bottom, work the your way from the bottom up to the top. And, and it can be a kind of a grind. But nowadays, it's a little bit different. People get breaks all the time. And I know people who have not had a whole lot of experience and they've rocketed up to big markets. There is no real clear-cut pathway. Always being willing to do anything and take any kind of opportunity that comes along is a good thing to remember. And then also, it's not necessarily only journalism classes and, and being able to write and being able to tell stories. It's also having a well-rounded education and a well-rounded kind of part of you so that you know about history, you know about current events, you know about politics. 
because every single day you're going to be covering something that's completely different. And so on that very day, you have to become sort of an expert in whatever you're covering. Yeah. So it, yes, yeah, so it definitely helps lot. to, you know, take a lot of different classes and explore a lot of different subjects so that you're well-rounded. Do you think that the topic of being well-rounded and stuff like that so that you can kind of go from anywhere to getting into this? I think social media had a big effect because like obviously now people from all different backgrounds can kind of get into this sort of networking. This is a difficult thing for me because I came up through journalism before there was even the internet. Yeah. And I know I'm dating myself here, but I was well into my journalism career when we first got internet. And so I haven't been in this environment with covering the news, needing to know about all the social media. That is something that I would say I'm, I'm behind on. Um, I'm not. I'm no longer in in the industry and covering news on a daily basis. But I do know that if I were, I would need to be quite well-rounded in all of the different aspects of social media. I don't believe that you, I guess you, it can be used as a tool in order to network, definitely. And it's something that you need to know about. And it, it's also a way to, to find stories. Journalists nowadays are uh, monitoring Twitter. They're monitoring Facebook so that they can mine for stories and for people to interview really interesting. Um, you mentioned that you're not in broadcasting anymore. Do you ever really, really miss it? I miss it every day. I really do. It's so exciting. It's so much fun. It's a, it's a challenging career, and I do miss it a lot. That being said, it's extraordinarily stressful. It's, it's very pressure-packed. If you can imagine going into an office uh, or, you know, a TV station at 8 o'clock in the morning and sitting down in a meeting and hashing out what the news of the day is, and then you're told of something that you need to go out and cover, and that's your story for the day. Well, you've got to cross your fingers and hope that anybody that you call is going to answer the phone, be willing to go on camera, be willing to do an interview. And there are always going to be days where people refuse to cooperate or the story takes a different turn. The clock still keeps ticking, and at 5 or at 6, when you're supposed to be live on the air, you've got to have the story. So there can be quite a lot of pressure and stress in the day, and you have to be willing to kind of handle that. Um, but it's, again, as I've said, it's, it's a super exciting career, and I, I definitely miss beating the streets and covering, you know, breaking news and, and putting together news stories every day. Would you recommend it for anybody who's, like, looking to go into that career but a little bit nervous about the stability of it? It's definitely a career that you have to be willing to work your way up. I started out as a camera person on the studio floor when I was first in television, and I gradually worked my way up through the ranks of, you know, writing updates and then writing news updates and writing newscasts and producing and then reporting. So, and you have to be willing to, to move around in the beginning. If you're really serious about becoming a, a news reporter, you're not going to be able to decide necessarily that you want to work in one specific city and then go there and get your dream job. It doesn't really work that way. And so it, it's definitely something that you have to go into with a good mindset of knowing that you're going to have to work hard, take any opportunity that you can, be flexible, and know that you are going to be working in some small towns initially, perhaps, and um, working some crazy hours because television is on 24-7 and it doesn't break for holidays and it doesn't 
stop in the middle of the night. As somebody who has been in, you know, spent so many years in the in the broadcast industry, I worked every crazy hour that you can imagine, waking up at 2 a.m. and going to, into the station to produce a, a show that began at 6 a.m. I worked an overnight shift in a radio, in a television station all by myself. Nobody else there doing hourly news updates. So you you definitely have to be uh, flexible and just going into it with wide eyes wide open. But if you are willing to kind of go through the beginning stages of getting established, it's extraordinarily rewarding. It sounds like it would be. Well, this was Natalie Woods here with everything about radio broadcasting. And obviously for anyone who's interested in this, this is like probably some of the best information you'll get on this topic. So thank you so much, Natalie, for being with me today to talk about this. I really appreciated it. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.